0: and a reading from 1 Corinthians. For just as the body is one and has many members, and all the members of the body, though many, are one body, so it is with Christ. For in the one Spirit we were all baptized into one body, Jews or Greeks, slaves or free, and we were all made to drink of one Spirit indeed the body does not consist of one member but of many. If the foot would say because I am not a hand I do not belong to the body that would not make it any less a part of the body. And if the ear would say because I am not an eye I do not belong to the body that would not make it any less a part of the body. If the whole body were an eye where would the hearing be? If the whole body were hearing, where would the sense of smell be? But as it is, God arranged the members in the body, each one of them, as he chose. If all were a single member, where would the body be? As it is, there are many members, yet one body. The eye cannot say to the hand, I have no need of you, nor again the head to the feet, I have no need of you. On the contrary, the members of the body that seem to be weaker are indispensable, and those members of the body that we think less honorable, we clothe with greater honor, and our less respectable members are treated with greater respect. Whereas our more respectable members do not need this, But God so arranged the body, giving the greater honor to the inferior member, that there may be no dissension within the body, but the members may have the same care for one another. If one member suffers, all suffer together with it. If one member is honored, all rejoice together with it. Now you are the body of Christ, and individually members of it. And God has appointed in the church first apostles, second prophets, third teachers, then deeds of power, then gifts of healing, forms of assistance, forms of leadership, various kinds of tongues. Are all prophets? Are all apostles? Are all teachers? Do all work miracles? Do all possess gifts of healing? Do all speak in tongues? Do all interpret? But strive for the greater gifts. Word of God, word of life. Grace and peace to you, dear friends, from God and our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen. If I could pick one part of the body of Christ to be, I would be the heart. I would be the heart beating with passion for justice and peace, especially just peace in the Holy Land. I would be the heart pumping with life-giving empathy and love for the underserved and the unloved especially victims of sexual harassment and violence. I would be the heart that beat for the love of Christ Jesus alone. But I'm not quite sure it works that way. We don't get to choose which part of the body of Christ God created us to be. We also don't get to choose just one part of the body of Christ to be. Only God knows what we will be. We do know that when we were baptized, we were baptized as a member of Christ's body. We were baptized into his death and his resurrection. We were also baptized into the body of Christ, the church. Just as the body is not just a beating, pumping heart alone, neither is the body of Christ. The Apostle Paul wrote 1 Corinthians to the church in Corinth because they were a church in conflict with one another. Chapter 12 begins with Paul writing to the church about spiritual gifts. He did not want them to be misinformed. Paul wanted them to understand that all spiritual gifts come from God. All spiritual gifts are necessary and important and that all spiritual gifts should be used for the common good of all people. In these verses we hear today, Paul wrote to the church about the body of Christ. These words of Paul were drastically different than the empire of the day. In the empire of the day, the body was frequently used to describe society. And in the empire, the head was the most important part of the body. In fact, the head was really the only thing that mattered. The hands and the feet, the part which labored, were cast out, their needs and their desires ignored. The parts which were covered, such as the heart and the gut, the soul, were overlooked entirely. They were seen as weak. The body of Christ is not the body of the empire. The body of Christ is one body with many parts, one body where all parts are vital, those seen and those those unseen. The head is essential to the body of Christ, yes, but so are the hands and the feet, and so are the heart, the gut, and the soul. In the body of Christ, the head thinks, but equally as important are the eyes that see and the ears that hear. In the body of Christ, the feet that walk and the hands that labor are vital to God's mission in the world. The body of Christ is one body with many members. Members that do not degrade one another. Members that constantly elevate the inferior Hearts, members that give the greatest honor to the least, members that work together for the mission of God. Just like the church in Corinth, we too continue to struggle to be the body of Christ together in this place. We too struggle with unspoken and unnecessary hierarchy. Through the assumed power of elders and families, many of us feel inferior and cast aside. We too, like the church in Corinth, struggle with a balance of power. The assumed power of individuals alienates the passions and the gifts of some among us we too, like the church in Corinth, struggle with conflict, or rather, we struggle with the continued avoidance of it. Just like the church in Corinth, we need to hear the Apostle Paul's words of law and grace for all people. Now you are the body of Christ and individually members of it, but God has so arranged the body giving the greater honor to the inferior member. Society tells us the body of Christ isn't possible today. Scripture tells us otherwise. Society tells us unity is not possible. Scripture tells us we are united as one body of Christ. Scripture tells us empowerment does work. Society tells us it doesn't when scripture tells us God has arranged the body in order to empower the lowly. Society tells us that the head is the most important part of any organization or any group. Scripture turns society on its head, proclaiming Christ Jesus, the entire body alone, The head, the hands, the feet, the heart, the gut, the soul. My friends, I may still want to be the heart beating with passion and pumping life-giving empathy. Maybe that's the part of the body of Christ that God has called me to be. But in the end, that doesn't really matter. Whatever the part of the body to which you have been called, you are the body of Christ, and you are individually a member of it. You are the body of Christ which unites all people. You are the body of Christ in which all work together for the common good. You are the body of Christ in which all people are accepted. All people are loved, all people have power, all people are valued, and all people are loved. Be the body of Christ in this world. Amen.